0: Today's news, God's Word and Your Thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Do we finally have a smoking gun for the uh, corruption of the Biden family? I don't know. for the last 3 months i have seen one smoking gun we've finally got the smoking gun joe biden will be forced to resign after this well none of them have proven to be smoking guns now i think you put them all together and there's some pretty compelling evidence that our current president is very 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 compromised and probably very corrupt. But um, we hear this all the time. It was, what, three months ago that uh, all of the conservative news sites were saying there are actual phone calls of Joe Biden talking with authorities in um, Ukraine uh, about bribes. We've got the phone calls. We've got them. Phone calls. Actually, Joe Biden actually accepting bribes over the phone. They never came about. Uh, do they exist? I don't know. But we were told any day now we're going to have the those phone calls. But they didn't come about. Now, am I convinced that the Biden family is corrupt? Yeah, I, I am. But I'm just, I'm a realist and uh, hopefully I'm objective. All right? So I've just heard over and over again, this is the smoking gun. And so far, it's been very compelling. I mean, very compelling, but no real smoking gun. Well, I heard today, now we finally have the smoking gun. I thought, oh, okay, well, I wonder what this is. Well... We now know this is not speculation. This is not conspiracy. We now know that the National Archives and Record Administration is in possession of nearly 5,400 emails, electronic records, and documents that show President Biden, when he was vice president, using a number of pseudonyms. Now, what is a pseudonym? A false name. It's a false name. Uh, Often, a pseudonym is used to cover up something unsavory or even illegal. Always? No. No, not, not always. Not always. The NARA, the National Archives and Records Administration, has now confirmed... Now, again, like I said, this is fact. This is not rumor. This is not conspiracy. The NARA confirmed the existence of the Trove in response to a June 2022 Freedom of Information Act requested by the Southeastern Legal Foundation, a nonprofit constitutional legal group. Now, they made the request June of last year. And we're just not hearing about it? Hmm. The request sought emails pertaining to the accounts of Robin Ware, W-A-R-E, Robert L. Peters, and J.R.B. Ware, which are known pseudonyms that Joe Biden used when he was vice president. Okay, is it illegal for the Vice President of the United States to use pseudonyms? Nope, it isn't. And I guess it's not that unusual. Uh, the President or the Vice President of the United States does not usually have um you know, j dot biden at uh, yahoo dot com. You know, they'd get millions of emails. So, in order to communicate, I guess it's not too unusual for a public official to use a pseudonym email so that they can get correspondence from family members, friends, and so forth without going through. Uh, an account with their own name on it. So, I guess this is not, it's it's unusual. Um, Dana Perino, who was the press secretary for George W. Bush, was asked whether he had a bunch of pseudonyms, and she said, no. I never knew of him using any pseudonyms. So, the fact that there are 5,400 emails, electronic records, and documents uh, of Joe Biden using phony emails, is that a smoking gun? No. Is it suspicious? Yes. Because the speculation is, and right now, listen carefully, and folks, listen. We are LTDs, all right? We listen, we think, we discern. I just heard someone on a national conservative news program say, we got him. No, they don't have him. But the speculation is that these 5,400 emails, electronic records, and documents contain communication between government entities in Ukraine, in China, and other countries that Hunter Biden was copied on. Are you with me? In other words, official government communication about secret or top secret government Um, accounts, dealings that his son was copied on. Now, if that is true, and these supposedly these records are going to be released very, very soon. This is what the NARA is saying. They're still working on them, you know, but they're going to be released soon. If that is true... Now we have a smoking gun. Because the president has said, I've never, ever discussed business dealings with my son. Never, ever, ever. I have never been involved in any of the foreign business dealings with my son. We've never talked about it. We've never discussed it. I've never been involved. So, is this a smoking gun? Not yet. Now you're going to hear, it's going to be all over social media, it's going to be all over conservative website. We got him, we got him, we got him. These things prove, no. They don't prove anything yet, except that the Vice President of the, of the United States, in over 5,000 accounts, used phony names. Why? Well, we can speculate. We don't know. But I... I try my best, I try very hard, not to pass on rumors, but to pass on to you facts. The fact is, this is very, very suspicious. When will these documents be released? We're not sure. The... uh, National Archives and Records Administration has been dragging their feet now for over one year. The request was made in June of last year, but they have acknowledged. In fact, I have the letter in front of me from the National Archives to the Southeastern Legal Foundation stating that They are in possession of 5,138 email messages, 25 electronic files, and 200 pages of potentially responsive records uh, using these pseudonyms by the vice president. So, we know that. And they go on to say the staff of the Archival Operations Division is currently processing and reviewing FOIA, Freedom of Information, requests that precede... Your request. To treat everyone equitably, we have placed your request in our complex queue by the date it was received in our office. So in other words, yeah, we've got them. And maybe we'll get them to you sometime, but other people are ahead of you. And so you're just going to have to cool your jets and wait. Members of Congress are now pressuring the National Archives to release these documents, soon. So, we'll see. No smoking gun, yet. Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower Weekend at CrossPower.net. It is it is absolutely amazing how two people can look at the exact same circumstances and come to absolutely opposite conclusions. Let me let me give you an illustration. Uh, the federal judge Tanya Chutkin has set a trial date for Donald Trump in his um, supposed election interference trial for March 4th. you you, got to get the irony here. You've got to get the irony. Donald Trump is charged with trying to overthrow an election to change the results of an election. And the federal judge, Tanya Chetkin, has set the date for March 4th. Now, why is that significant? It's one day before the biggest day of the primaries, usually called Super Tuesday. Are, Are you ahead of me on this? The irony? The sick irony? Donald Trump is being ordered to stand trial for his trial to begin. And the trial, the accusation is, he tried to change the outcome of an election. And the federal judge has set the trial date for the day before the biggest primary day in the election season. Do do I have to explain? Do Do I have to break it down? Will that impact the election? Of course it will! Now, out of all of the dates on the calendar, does anybody with half a brain think that this is the only date that could be chosen? It was just, oh my goodness, Uh, I didn't know that was the day before Super Tuesday, oh my goodness! Well... I've already set the date. There's nothing... Of course it's not a coincidence. So so you have a federal judge trying to change the results of an election by scheduling the trial of someone accused of trying to change an election. I I mean... How could it be more obvious? It could have been the day after. Then it would have no impact on Super Tuesday. It could be two weeks before. It could have been three weeks after. The day before Super Tuesday? Are you kidding me? I think this is wicked. I think it's evil. This is a blatant attempt to do what Trump... Is accused of I mean just you just shake your head all right, that's my opinion. I have no idea how you feel about it, but that's my opinion. This is a blatant attempt to impact the outcome of an election by a judge who is going to judge someone who is accused of doing what she is doing. That's my opinion. I went over to CNN today. I don't often look at CNN any longer, but I went to CNN today, and one of their top stories was an opinion piece by one of their editorial staff at CNN saying, this is wonderful. This is great. March 4th is the perfect day to begin the trial of Donald Trump. And I thought, are you nuts? How are you how are you going to justify? So I read most of the article. Here is the justification from the individual. If you don't believe me, go over to CNN.com. I'm sure it's still up. Here is the reasoning. The people of America need to know whether Donald Trump is a crook or not. The American people need to know whether the accusations against him are true or not. And it must be the day before Super Tuesday. So when they go, when those people in those states go to the polling booths and cast their vote, they will know whether Donald Trump is guilty or not. Okay. Number one. How dumb is that? March 4th is the date to begin the trial. Um, All of the wrangling, a jury will have to be chosen, all of the pre-trial motions. If March 4th is the date, nothing substantive is going to be determined on March 4th. This CNN commentator that says, it's so important because the American people need to know, they won't know anything on March 4th, except... It will be the top item on every single news program in America the night before people vote. That's all they'll know. The trial has started. He's been accused. And it's going to show him going into the courtroom. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. A clear attempt to impact an election. This is the current justice system in America, sadly. All right, folks, I got to go. I hope you have a wonderful evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern.